0: What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kebo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Tuesday, November 19th. Hopefully, all you guys have had a really good week up till now. Hopefully, all you guys are staying prayed up, no matter what religion you look up to or whatever the case may be, whatever you do. Hopefully, all you guys are just doing good, man. Think positively, you know, continue to work hard, and, you know, just keep going, man. But with that being said, so today want to come at you guys, talk about some Michigan State basketball, of course, and then we're going to talk about some recruiting, of course, and then we're going to talk about the next big-time player that I want you guys to know about. Do not sleep because he's up next, but we'll get into him later. But first and foremost, shout out to Carmelo Anthony, who will be playing his first game tonight with the Portland Trailblazers. I believe they played the New Orleans Pelicans in New Orleans. I know Carmelo should be active for that game. I don't, or I I believe Damian Lillard won't be playing because he's dealing with back spasms, so they're going to be shorthanded tonight. But hopefully, you know, Carmelo can get some minutes. Hopefully, Terry Stotts uses him in the correct way. So, shout out to Melo for making his NBA comeback. Happy for him, man. So, with that being said, though, let's get into Michigan State. So, my dogs, we played last night. We played versus Charleston Southern. Um, and that was pretty much the entrance game to the Maui Invitational Tournament, which we will be partaking in next week when we play Virginia Tech. We'll get into that in a second, too. But we played last night, and we won by a score of 94-46. to 46. So the box score looked like this. Four Charleston S- Southern, excuse me. Duncan uh, Alexander had four rebounds, two steals. Sidarius Bowser had five points, three rebounds. Deontay Buskey had three points, one assist, one rebound, and one steal. Philandris Fleming Jr. had two points, one assist, two rebounds. Dontrell Schuler had 15 points, four assists, one rebound, two steals. Terrence Porter Jr. had two points, three rebounds. Sean Price had eight points, five rebounds, two steals, and one block. And Malik Battle had 11 points for Charleston Southern. For my Michigan State Spartan Dogs, Xavier Tillman had a career-high points, 21 points, four assists, 10 rebounds, and one block. Gabe Brown had 12 points, one assist, Six rebounds, one block. Thomas Kithier had four points, one assist, um, seven rebounds, and one block. Rocket Watts also had his career high, which he would definitely exceed in the next couple of games. 11 points, six assists, seven rebounds, and one steal. Cassius Winston had 11 points, eight assists, five rebounds, one steal. Julius Marble had nine points, and one rebound. Marcus Bingham had six points, one assist. 6 rebounds, 1 steal and 4 blocks. Malik Hall had 6 points, 3 assists and 4 rebounds. Foster Lawyer had 2 points, 3 assists, 1 rebound and 1 steal. Kyle Orange added 6 points, 2 assists, 1 rebound and 1 steal, and even Connor George got into the action with 2 points, 3 rebounds and 1 block. And lastly, but certainly not least, Step Back, Jack, a.k.a. Jack Hoiberg, had four points, two assists, two rebounds, and one steal. So, obviously, with the blowout win, everybody pretty much got a piece of the action. This is one of those games that is just, you know, it's versus an inferior opponent, and you just, obviously, you got to get the win, but you got to really work on, I always say, when you're playing an inferior opponent, and when you pretty much have the game set up, you got to work on, the, the the tendencies that you're not really too good at right now. And last night, I was happy. Like, a lot of people, the first and foremost last night, I noticed a lot of people were trying to get on Rocket Watts. Like, I'm not mad at Rocket Watts. He shot a lot of shots that a lot of people weren't accustomed to him shooting because they didn't watch him in high school, one, probably, and two, he hasn't taken those shots in his first, you know, three, four games at Michigan State. But the shots that he were taking and missing and even the shots that he was taking and making – those are shots that he's going to have to be able to make and take. And not only that, he's going to be able to have that freedom of shot selection in the next, not even just the next couple of months, but next year as a, as a sophomore, as one of the leaders on this team next year. Trust me, he's going to have to, you know, he's going to start taking those shots and he's going to start making them, believe him. They didn't fall last night, like the, the little floaters that he loves to take or, the, you know, the little transition threes that he loves to take. But those are going to eventually start falling. Mark my words, those are gonna be buckets in the near, near future. I'm telling you guys that right now. Trust me, Rocket is a big time bucket getter, and I'm glad to let I'm glad to see that Coach Izzo is letting him play freely because if you watched him in high school, you could tell this dude is a certified bucket, and forgetting him you know just taking shots and scoring the thing I was most impressed with is just his speed. He's so fast and so it's so underrated like either with the ball, without the ball. He's so fast, and I guess it's truly a reason that they call him Rocket. I I remember he did say they call him Rocket because his dad's name was Rocket, and he was fast when he played football. He was fast, and his speed is really showing. He never really showed his speed like that, like running down the sideline without the ball, you know, with the ball in his hands. He just looks like a much faster player. So, I'm happy for Rocket, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping Coach Izzo. I'm pretty sure Coach Izzo, his teammates, the coaching staff are all encouraging him to keep shooting because they're gonna need him to hit shots. He's the starting shooting guard, pretty much. He's going to have to hit shots. It's no doubt about that in my mind. I think he will. Just give him time. He's still a freshman. I think we forget that. Rocket is going to be fine. So, besides that, though, I was happy for Xavier Tillman. We all know Xavier Tillman struggled a lot versus Seton Hall. You know, that size kind of got to him, but. This was a game to reestablish his confidence. You know, he came out the gate, you know, cash his game a little uh uh off the pick and roll. He gave it to him and he made a, a really nice spin move and finished with his left to score the first points of the game. And he just looked pretty good too. He was he hit a couple shots, he had some dunks. I like the connection between Thomas Kithier and Xavier Tillman. They really have a really good connection. It's like they know where each other are at at each and every time. And I think that's the main reason that Coach Izzo has started Thomas Kithier. So that's one thing I like also, too, because they look really, really well connected. So that was another thing, too. Happy for him. Another thing. Who would have thought? I mean, I, I, won't, I won't say I wouldn't have not thought, but I kind of miss some high-flying, you know, dunking action from you know Miles Bridges and a couple other players like Gary Harris, even once in a while Keith Appling. It didn't really look like we had a high flyer on this team until last night. Gabe Brown tore off the rim twice last night. Not only did he have a nice two-handed dunk, but that one-handed dunk where he dunked it with the right hand, was so nasty and ferocious, and I was like, oh my gosh. I did not know Gabe Brown had that in him. I knew he could dunk. He's 6'7". He has no choice but to dunk. But to be dunking with that type of power, as skinny as Gabe was when he came into Michigan State as a freshman last year, to him dunking with all that power this year, and it's funny because I watched Coach Izzo's press conference yesterday, and he pretty much said him and his coaching staff were barking at Gabe to start finishing stronger. And that was a man's finish. That dunk with the right was so... Nasty. And I'm happy for Gabe, man. He's more than just a shooter. He definitely has true NBA potential. And he's only scratching the surface. Gabe Brown, keep hooping because he's another big time player for us, too, especially off the bench. And he got a lot of minutes last night because Aaron Henry did not play dealing with them sprain, or he has one sprained ankle um, that he suffered versus Seton Hall last week. And pretty much, you know, he said he hurt both of his ankles, but he said the right ankle got sprained. The other one was just, it just got a little banged up. So he's going to be good. Um, We do play Virginia Tech next Monday, so I, I believe he'll be healthy by then. I mean, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure he'll be healthy by then. He could have played last night, but Coach Izzo just took a precautionary measure and said, we're not going to play him. We need him for bigger and better games, and so pretty much that's why he didn't play. Gabe Brown got a lot of time, and even Connor George got into the action. He had a lot of offensive rebounds. He was just active all around. He scored a little. I think he scored on a little jump hook or fadeaway, so I'm happy for Connor George, too, because He's a redshirt senior now, getting some minutes, getting to show himself in the Breslin Center. You gotta love Connor George. He always he stayed the course, never complained, and just did it. does the job and does it really well. So that's another thing too. Um, and again, Julius Marble, another dude that he's not getting. He's not gonna get the most minutes out of the freshman, and he's not gonna get the most minutes as a post player. But he's made the most of his minutes. He played a little bit in that Seton Hall game and, you know, Cash just tried to throw him a dime that wasn't really there, but last night he had a couple really good post-ups. He runs the floor really, really well. Last night he had a big-time dunk to pretty much end the game in transition because he just runs the floor so hard. He's gonna get his minutes increased as the year goes on. Trust me. He's gonna get a lot of minutes his sophomore, junior, and senior years. Believe that. And it's crazy because he's literally, he was only a three-star recruit out at of at Dallas, Texas area, and we weren't even really planning on getting Julius Marble. Like, he was no offense to Julius, but Let's be realistic here. Julius Marble was probably a second or even third option because we wanted Vernon Carey. We wanted Isaiah Stewart, and we landed with Julius Marble. And, hey, things happen for a reason. I'm glad we got Julius Marble because he definitely looks like he's going to be a really, really good prospect for us in the next coming seasons. And even this year, I feel like he's going to make some noise. Trust me when I say that. So that was another thing, too, man. And, of course, we all know Cassius Winston. He put on a show. He had a really, really nice move when he was pretty much he caught the ball on, on the left wing. He dribbled it like three dribbles to his right. The defender trying to steal it from him. He made a nice, nice, quick magician-like spin move, easy layup. We all know what Cash Winston does, man. So, and that was that. Those are the biggest takeaways I had from last night's game. Also, um, Cash just did uh address the the Breslin Center and all the Michigan State fans and just pretty much everybody that's been showing him love ever since you know the tragic and and all of a sudden death of his little brother Zachary. And that was just a nice. Nice gesture to do, I'm glad that he did that man. I'm glad that he says he's feeling you know a little bit better. you know he's never gonna feel a hundred percent like himself because let's let's face it man you lose your closest one of your closest if not your closest family member, one of your closest family members I know he was tight with his brothers, and it's just a hard thing it's It's a truly hard thing It's only been like i think it's been like a little bit over a week since it happened now. And his family's still going through it. But I'm glad that he said he he finds that basketball is a safe haven. You know, the MSU fan base and the MSU students uh, alongside of him and his coaching staff and everybody at MSU has just been supporting him. And you just love to see it, man. I'm glad that he's finding a little bit of grieving room you know, to a little bit of healing, you know, just for him, man. He's a good dude. He's a great representative of Michigan State basketball. He's a great student. He's a great person. And I love this dude, man. He's going to be one of the all-time greatest Michigan State players of all time. If he's not on your Mount Rushmore um, by now, I think by the end of the season, he definitely will be. Trust me. Thank you, Cash. Um, long live Z Smoothie. Um, and let's keep going, Spartan Dogs. So um, that's that. Some team stats, though, real quick. I, I, I mean... I'm not even gonna do the team stats, forget the team stats, but also so going in to next week, we will be heading down to Maui and to play in Hawaii um, at the Maui Invitational, where we're gonna end up playing Virginia Tech first game. That is not a game to sleep on. I know Coach Izzo is not sleeping on that game at all because they have a very, very elite head coach, and that head coach goes by the name of Mike Young. If you've ever heard of that name, Mike Young, for the past, I believe, 17 seasons, has been coaching for Wofford. And Wofford is a small school located in Spartanburg, uh, South Carolina, where Zion Williamson is from. But Wofford was relevant for majority of the time that Mike Young was there. He got them to be relevant. Last year, they were in the NCAA tournament. They beat Seton Hall in the first round. Yes, the same Seton Hall, not as this year, but they were kind of a bit different last year. But they still had Miles Powell. He beat them last year in the first round, and then in the second round, he took Kentucky to the last two minutes of that game until Kentucky pulled away very late. So it doesn't matter what type of talent that he has, he's going to be good. And now you give him an ACC school, and you get to up his talent because Virginia Tech is a much bigger brand than Wofford, he's going to have some really good players. and They got a dude named Landers Nolly, who's from uh, Georgia, really good player, Um, while, while BC Beattie is a really good player, returning as their point guard. And they got a couple other players. Hunter Couture is a really good shooter. Virginia Tech is a team that we cannot sleep on. I do think we will win and probably end up playing, I know we're going to end up playing between Dayton or Georgia, but I don't want to look too far. And obviously, you know, Kansas is on the other side of the bracket, but I don't want to look too far. We need to focus on Virginia Tech. So... Virginia Tech is up next. I cannot wait for that. Sadly, we got to wait until next Monday. But the good thing with that is we get to rest Aaron Henry. We get to rest our guys. Um, They get a lot more practice time. They get a lot more gelling time. And another thing, I didn't hear anything about it yesterday. But if you guys do remember, Coach Izzo said last week that Joey Hauser was supposed to have an interview, quote unquote, with the NCAA about his eligibility this year. We'll see how that goes. Um, I haven't heard anything about it. I haven't heard Coach Izzo press or Coach Izzo didn't say anything about it in the press conference. I don't know if he's gonna have a conference today to talk about it. But hopefully that went well. Hopefully you know Joey Hauser is eligible by halfway through the season. I don't know, but hopefully we can get him back sometime this season. That'll be a big plus for this team. But if not, I think we'll be all right anyways. I think we're still a Final Four team. I don't want any. I don't want Spartan fans out there to just focus on Joey Hauser because. The team that we have right now is built for a Final Four, and I think it's built for a national championship too, especially when you look at the overall college basketball landscape. It's a a couple good teams out there. Don't get it twisted, but I think we're definitely one of them easily. So go green, go white, but moving on though. Some recruitment and then a high school player I'll talk about now I'll get y'all out of here. So Josh Hall, who is a 6'9", small forward out of Durham, North Carolina, home of Duke, uh, currently goes to Moravian Prep, um, play for Team Loaded North Carolina, which has produced Dennis Smith Jr., who, who plays for the Knicks right now. Bam Adebayo, who plays for the Miami Heat, my Miami Heat right now. They produced some a couple players. Uh, Josh Hall for Team Loaded North Carolina that competes on the Adidas Gauntlet Series, averaged fourteen point eight points per game, shooting forty seven percent from the field, one point three assists per game, and three point six rebounds per game. Has committed to Kevin Keats in the North Carolina State Wolf Pack out in Raleigh, North Carolina. If you have seen Josh Hall play, to me, this is one of the most slept-on players in the entire class of 2020. This dude has special, special capabilities. He has star Written all over him. He is a big time shot taker and a big time shot maker. He is really good at getting to the rack and you know putting his head down and getting and creating contact. Whether that's getting to the foul line, get scoring through and ones. He a really underrated passer, and he defensively he's gotten so much better. Like he has lanky arms. He knows how to move his feet laterally. He knows how to get north and south. He's active on the off off um excuse me on off ball help. Josh Hall is a big-time player, and Coach Kevin Keats got a really, really good player, and he stole him out of Duke's backyard. That's why I'm confused here, because he I think he's ranked like top 30 in all the rankings, but he's from Durham, North Carolina. And I know Coach K already has a couple of small four commit committed to Duke for next year, but Coach K, as great of a coach as you are, when you have a kid like this in your backyard and you're not even recruiting him, you haven't even given him the offer, I'm disappointed. This dude is special. He was down his original final three. I mean, it wasn't officially, but the schools that he visited last were Louisville, DePaul, and North Carolina State. And so he ends up committing to the Wolfpack. Big, big commitment for NC State fans. This is a this is the type of guy to help Co- Coach Kevin Keats keep his job, trust me. But he joins a really, really good North Carolina State 2020 class. They have a top five class when it comes to um, class ranking. So he's going to join... Nick Farrar, Cam Hayes, Shaquille Moore, who actually plays with him on his high school team at Moravian Prep and play with him on Team Loaded. And he's going to join Ebenezer Dewana. um, Forgive me if I don't say his name. He has a very hard name to pronounce. But they have a really good class coming into Raleigh, North Carolina next year. North Carolina State fans, the Wolfpack fans, Wolfpack Nation, this is a big, big big-time player. Trust me. He is going to be in the NBA. I don't know if it's going to be – you know, and after his freshman year, after his sophomore year, he won't be in Raleigh, North Carolina for more than two seasons. I guarantee that right now. So just be ready for that. He is a special, special type of talent. So moving on from him, though, last but not least, I'm going to talk about the next big high school star that you guys need to know about. So we all know Imani Bates. He's from Ippolancy, Michigan. He's He's not even up and coming. He's here right now. A lot of people say he's the next Kevin Rand. You know about um, Bronny James. You know, you knew about Zion Williamson at the time. The next big-time high school player goes by the name of Keontae George. He's from Louisville, Texas, which is in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. He is 6'5", shooting guard, currently goes to Louisville High School, played on the Nike UIBL circuit this past year for Drive Nation. He played for their 15U team, though. He averaged 23 points per game, off 46%. From the field, 2.3 assists per game, 4.3 rebounds per game, and 5.3 steals per game. As you can see, the 15U level was way too easy for him. Trust me, he's going to be playing 16U probably next year, and then 17U the, the year after that. This dude is a rare, rare breed. Keontae George is special. I watched his game yesterday. He had a game, or I, I believe he had a game two two days ago. They played Faith Family, and he pretty much went on a 10 on run by himself. That's how good he is. Think about that. A 10-0 run by himself. He is athletic as I don't know what. He is a big-time shot taker. He took a shot yesterday where he pretty much he had the ball on the right wing. He dribbled left twice. He got cut off. And instead of trying to force it, or not even not even instead of or forcing it or passing it, he took a one-legged step back, kind of like James Harden, shot it, and was nothing but net. And let me tell you, the bounce is crazy. His ability to to pass and get his teammates better as a playmaker is just scratching the surface. Trust me. And he's only a sophomore right now. He's only a sophomore right now. He already has offers from Baylor, Ole Miss, TCU, Texas, and Texas Tech, just to name a few. I guarantee you Coach Calipari, Coach K, Coach Self are going to be calling Keontae George's uh, parents, AU coaches, whatever, in the next coming months. I guarantee you, Keontae George is a name to remember. If you get a chance, look him up on YouTube. Keontae is spelled K-E-Y-K-O-N-T-E. Keontae George. Believe me when I say, this guy is a special, special talent. He's the next big-time player out of Texas. Believe me when I say that. But as always, man... Shout out to Nuts and both Sports. Go check out their articles, content, all that good stuff. I'm featured on their podcast network. I also do college basketball blogging for them. I'm about to drop another piece um, in a few hours. About to go work on that right now. But as always, please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, share, and all those other good things. I appreciate you guys. As always, this has been another episode of the Kevo Band's Hoops Podcast. You guys have a beautiful and blessed rest of y'all day. Have a great rest of your week. I will talk to you soon. As always, peace. Love and blessings gone.